Welcome to the Marketing Plan Podcast, where you'll find expert marketing advice for business owners and marketers who want real results. We bring you industry experts to give you advice on how to create more buzz around your brand. So buckle up and turn up the volume, because here comes our host, Sherry Benelli. We're going to take on the world. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Plan Podcast. Today, we have Sue B. Zimmerman as our guest. And if you're not familiar with Sue, Sue is known as the Instagram expert. She is a creator of one of the most comprehensive online Instagram courses called Ready, Set, Grow. Over the past eight years, Sue has helped business owners turn Instagram into their most effective marketing strategy and has been featured on Netflix and has spoken on stages all over the world. Welcome, Sue. We are so happy to have you here today. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm happy that we connected via TNC. Awesome. Yeah, that's a great conference and it's so fun speaking there. Before we get started, I always love to ask my guests a challenging question. So Mm -hmm. I think you're going to have an easy time with this, but I just want to ask you this. Dogs or cats? I have a puppy, a little cavapoo. Okay, so you are a dog person. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely dogs. Okay. So that was easy. That was easy. I'm a dog and a cat person. I have a little bit of both. So anyway, awesome. So today we're going to talk about how companies can use Instagram and use it as successful marketing strategies. And our audience is a little bit of both with regard to experience, kind of in the middle and on the professional side. Some people are going to have some experience with Instagram marketing Can you talk a little bit before we get started with that about your entrepreneurial journey? Because you have a really interesting background. I heard, for instance, that you sold $5,000 worth of products in a minute on QVC. And that was definitely one of my highlights of my business career, for sure. I was so nervous about being on QVC, (laughs) but I did so well that I got invited back the second time, which is great. That was my craft book business, which is ironic because back in the day, I used to teach people how to embellish their actual photos using our signature tape and little beads and brought texture to those photos. So that's what I did on QVC. And today I'm teaching people how to like preserve those memories using a little app called Instagram and using all the features within Instagram to embellish and stand out from the crowd. That is awesome. That is so fantastic. So how long ago was that on QVC? Oh, probably 10, 12 years ago. Nice. That must have been a really, you had to pitch yourself. You really had to stay. I had an agent that found me at a craft show that loved the demonstration aspect. And that's the whole thing. If you have the magical transformation that people can see on TV, sales are really easy. Awesome. That's great. I bet you were very, very nervous. I was on the Today Show once and I swear I was like having a panic attack. It's scary being in front of a national audience. Yeah, I definitely was nervous. It was my first national TV and I practiced and when I walked my dog in the woods (laughs) all the time. The truth is it's the host that people are interested and connected to. You're just the facilitator of that demonstration and no one knew who I was. They all loved her. It's five minutes of live TV, no retakes. And there's a lot of things like there were seven TVs in front of me, monitors that I had to keep track of. And I'm like, which one do I look at? They're like the one with the red light. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I had to go to QVC school. I had to dress a certain way. And 
Yeah, it was a real great learning experience, but it was an opportunity that I just had to embrace with all the fear and anxiety around it. That's amazing. And so you've run several different businesses. And so that kind of prepared you to where you are right now with being known in the industry as someone who is really the Instagram expert when it comes to how to market your business in Instagram. So I know a lot of people are intimidated with social media. I mean, most people get Facebook, you know, you make a post, talk about what's in the post and stuff like that. But Instagram, I think is a little intimidating. My 18 year olds get Instagram. They're very good at it. But I think most business owners and even some marketers, if they're in-house and not an agency are intimidated by Instagram. Can you tell me for those businesses that are just starting out, what's the best way to get started? Yeah, I don't think people are intimidated. I just don't think they're educated. Okay. And so because of that, they don't know what to do and they throw spaghetti at the wall and hope things will stick. Yep. And I don't think people understand how to use Facebook for business. I think people understand how to use it for their personal life. But I observe from many of our clients and students that the same principles apply on Instagram that can apply on Facebook as well. And there's opportunities on both. Often people have different audiences Mm -hmm. and there's different strategies that are organic to the platform. Just like what I would do on Instagram isn't necessarily what I would do on LinkedIn. And so with that being said, I think what your audience needs to hear is that, you know, Instagram now has almost 2 billion monthly active users. And because of that, it's extremely opportunistic if you truly understand what is relevant to your audience and only to your audience. The minute you try to compete with everybody on Instagram, food, fashion, and fitness accounts, it's hard. Instagram is constantly adding what I like to call neighborhoods of places to create content. And I like to reference Instagram as this village because it really is a village where people are hanging out. But more importantly, they're hanging out in different neighborhoods. And depending on what you're, where your audience likes to consume information, whether it's short form video in reels or longer form video in the Instagram video feature or in a story, which is more personal behind the scenes day to day or in your feed, or on a live, like you said, you listened and tuned into one of my live broadcasts. The idea is that, in my opinion, the more intimately people can connect with you, see the backdrop of your life, and feel your energy, and really be able to tell how authentic and true you are to your word, the more likely you will have what are conversions. Conversions can be people signing up for your email list, subscribing to your YouTube channel, joining your trainings, your webinars, and ultimately purchasing from you. And so there's this whole customer journey that people go on when they discover you, find you, follow you, connect with you, engage with you, and potentially do business with you. Got it. So there's a lot of features in Instagram and there's a lot of different paths people can take. So they can make a post, they can do a story, they can do a reel. Um, You know, what is the best way for people to get started or do they do all of those things? I mean, generally speaking, what kind of strategies do you recommend? I mean, you teach this to people. Is there a process people should learn, you know, start with one thing and then move to another thing? 
Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I want to give your audience, uh, you know, information to our YouTube channel, which is my name, search my name on YouTube. And there's over 450 videos and my video channel, my YouTube channel is primarily for beginners, for people new to Instagram, for people who have been on Instagram, but haven't made any conversions or money, or even people that have had 5,000 followers, but they're just there and there's no strategy. So anyone that has a business mindset, that channel is going to be a great resource. Number one. Number two is, I don't know if my team gave you a link to our strategy guide, subizimmerman.com strategy guide. I'll share that with you. That guide literally breaks down what I just said, these different neighborhoods, what they are, why they're important and what you need to know. But before you even create content in any of these neighborhoods, The most important thing is having what I call a boss bio. And in that bio, there is SEO, which I know is your wheelhouse. So Mm -hmm. there's SEO in your username. There's SEO in the name field, which is where you have 33 characters. There's SEO when you are creating your content, all of it. So this is why it's so important to have a bio that says exactly who you are and what you do. My Instagram account is called the Instagram experts. So if you search the word Instagram, I will come up. If you search my name, which is in the name field, I will come up. And if you search business coach, I will come up. The Instagram expert is the name of my accounts. The SEO field is right here. If you search my name, Sue B, Sue B Zimmerman, business coach, because the truth is not only do we have an Instagram course called Ready, Set, Grow, but most, you know, one of our biggest revenue streams is coaching entrepreneurs, women 45 and older, how to make an impact and build a sustainable online business using Instagram as that marketing tool. So right now that's what's in our bio, along with one of our most recent YouTube videos, which we always direct traffic to when we drop a new YouTube video. So we use the link in our bio strategically to drive traffic where we want people to go. I also want you to notice the avatar photo, totally on brand with a pop of color, and then so much more that we can talk about, which is literally the look and feel and energy of your account and Mm -hmm. what people can expect if they land on it. I think one thing, Sue, to point out for those that are listening via audio only, Sue changes her URL probably frequently on your Instagram page, right? Yes, we change the URL depending on what the content is that we are sharing and we direct traffic to it. Okay. Strategically. Yep. So it's not just always your homepage, for instance. It's never my homepage. It's always an opt-in or a resource. It's never, it's never our website. So it's a call to action, guys. So for you marketers out there, not directing them to your website, but directing them to a landing page where they can get information. That's yeah. probably the best advice, right? Yeah. So we talked about the feed and um, that is your evergreen content, the feed in your account. And most people scroll back to nine or 12 posts. So there really needs to be kind of a uniform look, feel, and vibe, either with your colors, your branding, or what you're teaching, the messaging behind what you're teaching. Make sure that that's in alignment with the promise that you're making in your bio. If there is a disconnect from what people actually see, 
to what you say you do, you're going to lose that trust and you're going to lose your followers. So if you're here for business, you really need to boss it up and make sure that everything is in true alignment. So that's the feed. Let's move into the story. Stories are accessible on desktop by tapping the avatar photo or if you're on mobile. And so when you go, you can see the story clips and links are now accessible in stories no matter how many followers you have. And this is a fun new sticker that I just shared. And I did a poll to find out if people have the sticker, which the sticker is where you can share your grid in your story. And then you can see all the people who have also shared their grid. And then you get to see all of your really active, interactive followers, which is a great feature, a new feature, a new Instagram sticker, which is really cool. So I just simply asked my audience if they've seen it, because when you use the poll stickers and stories, you get a lot more engagement, which is really cool. And I just put that out there. My engagement, you know, I got seven comments, 22 likes, three new followers, and one person just tagged me. So I hope that that's helpful to all of you. Are people confused with reels or do people understand what reels are? People are confused. And the good news for your audience is that we are doing a special workshop coming up in about a month. So I don't know when this is being released, but I just want to say that because it will be in evergreen as well. Okay. So anybody who's not using reels, and this is a class that we teach without having to lip sync or dance, <laughs> um, but reels are definitely where it's at. And we have a lot of great reels that will really help you understand strategies, creating Instagram content that will help you for sure. So so reels are basically just short little videos and they're like, what, 15 seconds long or something like that? Reels are short form videos that can be up to a minute. There's three different settings, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, or 60 seconds on the reel. We do walk you through what every button is, how to use it, and how to string together a really good video. And we have some great engagement and conversions from okay. our reels all the time. Yeah, definitely send us that information. We can go ahead and post it as well. That'd be awesome. Perfect. So I do have a question with regard to industries. And so there are some industries that are a little more boring than others. So if you're talking to like a plumber or a landscaper, they're going to say Instagram isn't something I should be getting into because, you know, really, what can I do as a landscaper, a plumber, an accountant, you know? Are there some industries where Instagram just is not good for? It's not a social media platform they should be on? No, because Instagram is the number one place people go more so than a website right now. It is actually a website. And anybody in business should have a portfolio there, especially a landscaper, a plumber. You can show how to fix things. Um, An accountant, my accountant's here. Any professional industry should have a Instagram account because it's a place where you can intimately connect and talk to an audience. Not only that, but do market research as well. So definitely our Ready, Set, Grow, Three Keys training literally talks to that point. Like any industry, you basically have a visual representation of what you do, how you do it, how you serve, the problems that you solve, the way that you show up. And people want to consume micro content. People are not searching and finding you on your website unless you're at a restaurant and you hold up a QR code and you need to go look at a menu. And there's product tags on Instagram so people can buy right from your account. If you're a landscaper and you sell sell gloves or you sell seeds or you sell anything, 
that can all be added to your shopping cart on Facebook and you can create tags and people can tap and buy. I buy a ton on Instagram. Okay. I don't go to websites. I buy on Instagram. Can they make appointments, do you know, on Instagram yep. or Facebook? Yep. Okay. There there's you go. There's an integration with Calendly and other scheduling apps right from Instagram as well. Yeah. Perfect. So any service area business. So as a Google, my business product expert person, I work with a lot of service area businesses. So for you service area businesses out there, there's another tip for you. You can actually have people schedule appointments directly from Instagram. So for instance, I lock myself or actually my dogs lock me out of my bedroom. Often they'll jump and they'll lock the door on me. And I will go to either YouTube or search online for videos on how to unlock the door. So a locksmith, it'd be a great idea for a locksmith to do an Instagram video and post it on how to unlock a door. So that way, when the person, another locks themselves out of their car, which is a little, little harder to get into, mm -hmm. who are they going to think of? They're going to think of you, right? Because you already have given them valuable information once and they found it, right? Yeah. And the whole idea is to stay top of mind when you show up consistently, even if they don't need your product or your service, they might know somebody that does. And to anybody that wants to add an action button on Instagram, you just simply need to go to your profile and tap the edit profile and then add an action button. And you can order food. You can have a button that says order food, book now or reserve. And so book now, when you tap that acuity scheduling, Appointments for Square, Appointee, Booksy, there's so many, GenBook, Ideasoft, MyTime, like schedule. There's so many ways that you can link to your Instagram. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, that's awesome because I think a lot of people get stuck in the idea of, there you go. I think a lot of people get stuck on the idea of this isn't for my industry because my industry is dull. My industry. Yeah. Is well, that's the wrong mindset. This is for your business because it is an opportunity. More people are on mobile than desktop. More people are on Instagram than any other app. More people are searching for keywords. For example, when I searched for puppy trainer, I found my virtual puppy trainer who lives in Arkansas, who not only is my puppy trainer, but she joined our pro coaching program because she wants to scale her business. So I am doing business with her and she is doing business with us. When I spoke in LA and I, I wanted a makeup artist, I searched LA makeup artist and I found my makeup artist that came to my hotel. So nice. the search, the SEO on Instagram is fire. Cool. That's awesome. That is so awesome. That's great. That is so great. So let's talk a little bit about videos, because I know when you talk about videos and you teach about videos, you talk about how you should have a beginning, kind of a middle called action, a hook. Can you explain the hook a little bit? Yeah, a hook is literally the first things that you say in your video, and it shouldn't be, hey guys, how are you doing? My name is. It's like, got it. today I'm talking about the new Instagram story sticker. Let me tell you what you need to know, how to use it, and how it's going to help you grow your business. My name is Subi. You know, I don't even say my name on a bit like in my stories, but yeah, there's a whole way to hook them in so they stick and stay and listen and make sure you stay at the end because I'm going to tell you my Subi Ninja tip that I don't share anywhere else. There's a whole formula to video for sure. So what you're basically doing is setting them up for what you're going to talk about. And then you may give your name to maybe give credibility to who you are and why they should listen to you. And then you're also going to tell them why they should stay till the end of the video 
because you're going to give them even more information, right? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. That's awesome. So that's great. Now, I know that some people are a little intimidated by video editing. I know I'm a little intimidated by it. Do you use just Instagram's video editing tools? Do you use third-party tools to edit? How do you handle the video editing? Yeah, you can edit right in, in Instagram now. One of the updates with Instagram video has been an editing uh, trimming feature. So, And you can edit right in Reels as well. So you'd, Instagram is trying to keep you on the app and not have you use third-party apps okay. to do anything, whether Perfect. it's captioning or editing or filters. All of it is right in the app. And so you have to use actually the, the um, app on your phone. You can't do any of that on the desktop, though. It all has to be done on the phone, correct? Yeah. And then do you have any tips for our more professional audience, the people that have been using Instagram for a while? Do you have any more advanced strategies for those types of people? Get on video. That's Get on best. video? Get on video and do longer form video and talk. You know, it's not about pretty pictures and quotes. It's about connecting with your audience based on your knowledge, your experience, and your wisdom. And the only way for people to really see, understand that is to hear that from your mouth. Okay. From what I have seen, like from a lot of people that I've watched on video, they don't have to have their hair and makeup perfect. They don't have to be in like the perfect setting. People want authenticity. Can you talk a little bit about authenticity and how that matters when you're on Instagram? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it does matter. Like you want to be on brand. You don't want laundry behind you. You want to be professional. You want to have a representation of your business. For example, I was just wearing this bright pink shirt and then I put on a rainbow sweater over it, knowing that there was going to be a video component to this. And I am always thinking about being on brand, whether I'm speaking on stage or doing any of my videos. So there is a direct correlation to staying top of mind and being memorable and maybe it's in your backdrop, but mm -hmm. lighting in my mind and audio are everything. And that's the most important and having, okay. and having good eye contact with the camera. So people can really feel that you're talking to them and you care about them one person at a time, not the billions of people on Instagram, but your person that you want to have a conversation with. It's not it, it, when you picture someone on the other side of the lens, it's so much easier. So that brings me to the next question. When you're doing Instagram lives, for instance, and you are dealing with, for you, you have like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people that follow you. So when you go on, when you go live, you're dealing with a ton of comments and a ton of questions and stuff like that. How do you manage those types of situations where you're trying to talk and trying to look? Now you may have, a, you have a, probably an assistant that helps, you know, weed through some of those questions. No, there's a question sticker. There's a question sticker on my live and you can always turn off commenting so you don't get distracted. Okay. And so you answer the questions as they come in. Um, how do you handle like any of the trolls? Do you just block them right away? Do you? Oh, on the live broadcast? Yeah. I, I report them as spam, block all of them or, or have them removed from the live. Okay. Okay. And so how long do you usually stay live when you're doing Instagram lives? It all depends on what I'm teaching. Okay. Or how long people stay engaged or stay on? Yeah. I mean, I try to answer all the questions. I block a certain amount of period on my calendar and I know how much time I have till my next commitment. Okay. And then let's talk about the, it's not the dreaded word, but it's a question that you probably get asked all the time. Let's talk about hashtags. This would not be an Instagram interview unless we talk about hashtags. 
So I think everyone is trying to figure out what is the right hashtag for me to use. I know there are tools out there that will help you find the right hashtags so that you're found. And, you know, we talked yeah, a little bit about SEO. Did, we just did a YouTube video with a partner called hashtag Slayer. And that YouTube video is coming out soon. It basically gives our thoughts around hashtags. Also to your listeners, if you type the words learn hashtags in my DM on the Instagram expert, you will get four videos that are our hashtag playlist that will help you all. Okay. Can you give a couple tips though, just, just right now so we can maybe have some advice right now? Yeah. So I have this acronym called CLEEP, C-L-E-E-P. I teach it in our signature course, Ready, Set, Grow. And okay. lesson four is all about hashtags for an hour. Basically, when you create hashtags, you want to think of the category, the location, the event or emotion or product that you're selling. And you can create hashtags in those areas that are relevant to your audience. So location. So if you're a local business, you want to think about the city or the state that you're in. And then if you're selling products or services, think about the product that you're selling, the brand name perhaps, or the type of product that you're selling. Same thing with services. So emotions, can you give me an yeah. idea about the emotions? Well, if you teach yoga, for example, like being relaxed, relaxed or Zen or even sad or, but the word sad, hashtag sad doesn't do it. Hashtag sad in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> like you can add the location because you can get curated in that location. So emotions are, of all of them, the most broad hashtags where most likely you'll get lost in, in that hashtag hub, which is simply a conversation. So what I want people to know is that a hashtag is really a conversation that is curated based okay. on interest, right? And so you can either join communities like traffic and conversion had a hashtag at our event that we spoke at. Mm -hmm. and you can see all the people that are part of that conversation. Maybe they attended in person or maybe they bought a virtual ticket, but you can connect with people based on that conversation. And that's really what it is. It's an opportunity to get discovered in a conversation that you are in alignment with, whether it's your emotion or your product or your location. Got it. That's awesome. Now, you also talk about YouTube a lot. So video is very important. Can we talk a little bit about how you pair YouTube with Instagram, obviously for the videos? Um, your YouTube channel is awesome, by the way. How do you think of the... So how do you think of the content that you're going to come up with? Do you have a content strategy that you plan out and map out? And if oh, yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we batch produce our YouTube videos 8 to 12 in any recording. I have a videographer I shoot here in Boston or out in La Jolla. I live in La Jolla for two months and we have a team and we have a content creator basically extracting nuggets from our course and teaching it in a short form video on YouTube. Our videos are all under five minutes. So anyone can leave learning, lis listening, learning, and executing what we teach without being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Everything is very, very intentional. Perfect. That's awesome. And with regard to the Instagram content that you put out, how do you come up with that content and, and like the strategy? So I know a lot of people will map out like a week in advance or two weeks in advance. Obviously, you have to have some sort of plan with regard to how you're going to 
put the messaging out in a certain way that it's not like hodgepodge you're just throwing it at the wall like we were talking about like just throwing spaghetti at the wall how should marketers think about planning that strategy out with regard to okay today we're going to do a story about this we're going to do a post about this we're going to do a reel about this do you have recommendations for that yeah i mean we have a very high-end strategy we have financial goals everything we do is based on our goals and reverse engineering that and creating content that is in alignment with our audience which which are women 45 and older who want to have an online business who want to use instagram as a marketing tool and all of our content talks to that person, to their pain points, to their struggles, to their desires. So we also look at the calendar and see what's trending or what holidays are coming up. Right now, we're talking about Veterans Day and what should we post. And for me, it won't just be a flag. I want it to be, I want it to be popping in the feed and I want it to stand out probably as a really poignant quote. We use ClickUp to batch produce all of our content which is our internal communication channel that we switched recently from Trello to ClickUp. Is ClickUp the one that they were advertising all over San Diego, I think? Well, they definitely advertise it all over here in Boston. Yeah. Going hard in advertising, but we love it. And it's where we organize every piece of content we're creating for Instagram posts, including optimizing our efforts, meaning having a hook a description, a call to action, the right hashtags, using alt text. People don't do all these things on Instagram and they wonder why their content doesn't get reached. It's because they're not optimizing all of their efforts. That's great. Great tips, guys. So all this is being taught in your course, I'm assuming, because you are a genius and that is the stuff that you're doing. You know, when you were talking, it sounded like you came up with a buyer persona. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Well, we, I mean, you have to. No, I was, I'm I'm kind of joking there, but it just goes to show that you have to know your audience. If you don't know your audience, don't get on Instagram. (laughs) I mean, and I think that so many marketers forget that piece. I mean, I was speaking at a YMCA regional conference of leaders last week. And one of the things I said is, do you have a marketing plan? And they, and many of them kind of looked at me like, uh, no. Well, some of them said, yeah, we do. And I said, are you using it? And most of them shook their head no. And, you know, one of the things I talked about was you have to know your audience. You have to do a buyer persona. And some of them looked at me like they didn't know what I was talking about. And that's why I love Trafficking Inversion Summit and um, Digital Marketer and what Ryan Dice's team is doing is they push buyer personas like crazy. You have to know who your audience is, guys. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And Sue definitely knows who her audience is. And myself as an SEO person, I have to get each and every one of my clients who are all different. They range from any different industry. They have to know who their audience is or we can't target them through search engine optimization efforts. So I think that's one important thing that you all have to know, whether you're doing social media or whatever type of marketing you're doing, you have to know who your customer's audience is or who your audience is. So I think that's really, really important. And then with regard to things that you see coming down the line, I know Facebook changed their name recently, and I don't know if that was big news in your world uh, oh, or yeah. not. <laughs> uh, in my personal world, in my personal world, because I'm all over what's going to happen in the future, <laughs> which is a conversation for another day. Okay. Um, I just bought a lot of uh, Bitcoin and yeah. 
Yeah, you know, you're you're probably the second or third person I've interviewed that has talked about that industry as being something that they're going to be getting into. So I think that's something that everybody should probably be thinking about as well. So can you think of any other tips that you would like everyone to know about? Because you've given us a wealth. Yeah, I'll give you my I'll give you my best tip. I am that person that always loves action takers. So if you've listened to this and you have learned something. I want to meet you. I want to hear from you. I want to know that I was in your ears in some way that something just clicked and resonated. So the best way to do that is to come on over to Instagram, go to my last post. It doesn't matter which one it is. And just let me know that you heard this. What is your Instagram account? My Instagram account is at Sherry Benelli. Yeah. So you can tag Sherry and she'll see all those notifications blow up. If you do your due diligence and you let me know what your biggest takeaway is because I always come back to you. If you have said, yo, Sue B, I just learned X, Y, and Z from this great interview. I want to meet you and I want to know what you do. And this is called the law of reciprocity. This is called connecting. This is called real engagement with real people who care, who are authentic. And this is how you scale and grow a business, not just your Instagram engagement, but a real business is by caring and building intimate relationships. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, relationship building in any industry is important. So I think that's why this is so great to have you. Thank you, Sue. I do have one last question that I'm going to just ask you as a business person. One of the things I believe in is if you don't make mistakes, you're not learning and growing. Can you give us one mistake that you made in business or marketing that you really learned from that you think our audience can learn from? Yes, for sure. It really came down to simplifying everything and making more of an impact and more income. We were not going deep enough. We were going too wide in some of our offerings. And when we doubled down and went all in and creating a really good evergreen sales funnel for our Ready, Set, Grow program and hired an ads team and have an internal ads person and really understood the targeting of who we wanted to serve and help, our revenue just skyrocketed. So less is more. Got it. Perfect. That's awesome. Great. Well, if you want to learn more about Sue and her incredible Instagram account, you can find her at the Instagram expert, Sue B. Zimmerman. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. And we will find us again at the Marketing Plan Podcast. Thank you, Sue, for being here. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks.